12, 2007. It's the Watt from Pedro Show.
Watt from Pedro Show. Uh, that was Bullet Union with uh, ten, pe- 10 pence piece. Uh, something I'm not too familiar with. But uh, I think it's about 20, 22 cents nowadays. If you went over there. <coughs> and we start off with the alternate take of John Coltrane's uh, well, Saida's uh, flute song, beautiful thing from his first uh, solo record. The Rhino thing is, uh, box uh, called Heavyweight Champs got a lot of extra stuff to all that stuff he did in the Atlanta days, Atlantic Records days. Say here weren't only playing John Coltrane to open up his show on uh, KCRW. Who's that? Weren't only plays part of. Uh, Love Supreme. Yeah, yeah I've heard that. It's always the same. I think it's a, the, the, the part two. Or maybe maybe it's the first part. I think he closes with the part two. Yeah, that's beautiful. I got to talk to him once. Oh, by the way, people, that voice there is Brother Matt. Hey. Say, say hi, Brother hey, Matt. Hey, people, we're back. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, uh, well, something's—I think uh, something's getting hit. No, your foot. Oh, maybe it's that chair. But anyway, we haven't done a show here in Pedra at the Love Grotto, out on the Pleasure Point, since August. So you hearing Brother Matt's voice there—it's quite a treat. A little older, because I've been missing him big time. Uh, in fact, the last show we had was with. Uh, Sean and Peek and Talia. Yeah, and Talia cool. forgot her. Poets. Po- what poets? Silent, what silent poets? Or? Silent poet. It's been here. Here it is. It's a clear vinyl one. It's uh, Silent Poets. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of poetry, you said something about it next week. You got a little this Friday festival coming up, huh? Western Massachusetts. Uh, I haven't been in Pedro much either. <laughs> uh, just got back and then had five dose gigs. But this Friday, uh, I'll read poems for an ecstatic peace festival. Festival, uh, what's the name of it? I think ecstatic uh, festival. It's something with French kind of yeah. words. Festival. Estadique. Something like that, but there's a staticpeace.com uh, website you can go to. Uh, we're going to play something from Ecstatic Peace next, and Thurston has a solo record, but I, and I got some stories with that. But first, I want to hear about what you've been doing since that show. That was before yeah, Labor yeah. Day. Now, last yeah. eight or nine years, Brother Matt's been using Labor Day to go to Burning Man, but this year was a change. This year, a change. Yeah, our camp, our camp kind of split up. And we had a few different plans going. So um, some people went off to Amsterdam and travel around Europe a bit. And uh, I figured for myself, instead of going to see the man in the desert, I was going to see the girls at the beach. And so I went back down to Venezuela, and that was awesome. Me and my bro creature. I think this fucking thing is still wasted. You got the crappy mic over here. Go ahead. Interrupting my stories about the girls on the beach. They figured that 
Miss Universe tends to be Miss Venezuela most every year. Although this year it was Miss Japan. Universe. Really? Yeah. Um, but we've I figured that uh, there had to be a, a lot of runner-ups and stuff down there since they seemed to bogart the title. And it was great. It was a great theory. There were all kinds of babes down there. So that was my second trip this year. And it was great. It's like a trashy paradise, a little island called Margarita right off uh, Caracas. So it's, it's, that's my little dream. It's great. It's fun. Yeah, I don't. I, I admit that was a great decision. Burning Man's great. I love it, but I have no regrets that I went to check out the girls on the beach this year instead of the man in the desert. <laughs> but it's weird on Facebook. dot com. Someone just alerted me that uh, this group in London, they, they're called Burning Man two thousand eight. This bunch of people in London planning to go to Burning Man next year. Got a picture of me as their group poster boy. So that's kind of a weird honor. And I have to well, connect with them next year. I don't know how they got that picture. Of all the pictures of Burning Man that there are to get, for all the years it's happened, I'm totally honored that they picked me to be their poster boy. <laughs> Thanks, London. What do you think they did? They scanned... Um, they scanned up uh, past... Burning Man's? I have no idea how they found that picture. And, uh... For something about where it. Where was it? It had to be somewhere. It wasn't just... It, it was at, no, it was at Burning Man. Uh, me and uh, Gypsy and Lola just standing there. No, uh, but the, the, the picture, I, I understand where it was taken is probably there. Um... Fuck. Here. Shit, you done ahead of time. Here, keep talking, buddy. So, yeah, I have no idea how they... How they found my picture decided that was the picture that was going to represent their trip but I'm honored them the poster boy of their trip <laughs> what I'm saying is you must have put it somewhere oh it's on uh, my website probably but uh, and that's it as far as I know so they were scouring the web for a poster boy I guess and they had put it on the wet magic kingdom Wild Kingdom. Wild Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the magic. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Fuck that guy. That's Walt. Yeah. That's Walt's trip. That's Walt's trip. <laughs> Nightmare. This is wilder. There's, yeah. Anyway, um, how long were you there? Two weeks? I was there like 10 days. 10 days? Yeah. What about Ten the chow? Some days. Um, the chow was good. Um, the place I stayed at, the lady cooks it up right there, so all your meals are covered. And then there's a couple restaurants down the road that would just walk down the beach to. Coco Loco up. Like these coconut milkshakes, we decided that they needed some rum. Yeah. So instead of having cocadas, we had Coco Locos. That was our little afternoon treat. Um, but just ate seafood pretty much. And, How big is the uh, island? Is it got cars? Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of cars. A lot of old cars, like... 1970 LTDs and stuff because gas is so cheap there. It's still the same price it was when I was there for New Year's. So there's a ferry later. that Six, goes there? There's a ferry. From it's the like a four, four-hour ferry or a one-hour flight. Right. And uh, there weren't too many Americans there. The mostly European tourists. Little sections like this, the Italian zone, the German zone, the Swedish zone. Um, but we got along cool with the people. It wasn't about politics because they, they cackle at Hugo. You know, just as much as I cackle at Bush, 
And so that was like a common thread that we connected you know, on. The people living there. Yeah, Hugo posters are plastered up on everything, but the people aren't all that fired up on them. Ah, kind of. A, it's, yeah, he's got his people out there. Yeah. yeah, they're all pictures of him, like with short sleeve, working sleeves. You know, out there with the people putting up a park or ball ball field or library. There's lots of Hugo graffiti. How many people are on that uh, island? Uh, Polomar is the main town. There's like over a hundred thousand people live in Polomar. Whoa. There's like there's like huge uh, malls and stuff there. There's lots of traffic. Um, but is it's it nature. Two, You're on the it's beach. It's like here. two islands together, kind of. The uh, one's like a dry desert island, and the other side is kind of more tropical. Uh, the dry desert side is all flat, and, and uh, fishing towns and stuff. It's not too populated. Yeah. There's like a swamp in between the two. Like we got the isthmus on Catalina. It's a little sure, bigger sure. than Catalina, but instead of having the isthmus, they got like a swamp. There's seahorses and all kinds of different stuff in the brackish water there. It's kind of neat. Uh, take a lagoon trip. Um, oh. This time we took a catamaran trip to another island called Kochi Island, and it was cool. There's a, like a sandbar out there in the middle of the Caribbean. We stopped at, and you could stand up on your. You're only like knee deep in the middle of the ocean, middle of the sea. Wow. It was really cool. Um, so we stopped there, floated around for a while, then went to Kochi Island, which was just like a little s- overgrown sandbar, basically, with a... No towns? Uh, no, just like a restaurant and a bathroom and a bunch of little shade cabana things to go kick it on. Um, they got all those jet skis and stuff. It was bitching. Yeah, I would definitely go back for more. What's the money? Bolivars. Bolivar. Yeah, so it was What's like it, um, trade. T- straight straight trades like twenty two hundred bucks. Black market was like twenty five hundred bucks for a bolivar. Twenty five hundred bolivars for a dollar. Um, so dollars still traveled pretty well down there. Yeah, it's like wait, just knock these zeros off and make it <laughs> a lot easier. Um, but uh, Turkey was dollar, that way. I think they knocked six zeros off. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was cool though. Things were pretty cheap. Dollar traveled pretty well down there. Um, yeah, gas was so cheap; it was amazing. Sixty cents. It's like uh, sixty bolivars a liter, which equals to like about sixty cents a gallon. Yeah, it's cheap. You see all these bomber cars just cruising. They fill it up for five bucks still, like high school gas prices. Wow. Yeah, I remember high school. God. Thrifty gas, my first tank, 59 cents. Really? Yeah. I think it was still like 30 cents when I was driving, first driving. You got blue chip stamps, too? There <laughs> used to be a gas station where that donut shop is by Peck Park in Summerlin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Over by the pool supply. Yeah. Phillips 66. Yeah. But, quote the Raven. Nevermore. So, anyway, I'm going to fly to Western Massachusetts, actually, Springfield, Hartford. Bradley Airport, and then Byron's going to get me and bring me to Northampton and do this poem thing, uh, and then the next day fly to San Francisco, do a dose gig with Sisters in the Pit, oh, cool. Galaxies. So that'll be the last dose gig in a while. I came back from three weeks of rolling in the boat and did five straight gigs with uh, Dose, four of them with Joe Lally, the uh, bass player for Fugazi. I'm doing a solo trip with these cats called Capillary Action, which uh, is a musician 
guys from uh, Oberlin College in Ohio, although I think they're a Philly band, but they uh, went to school. I remember John, the guitar player, didn't uh, spiel with me, Oberlin. Right. I remember when I was talking to him, an uh, Amish wagon went by. Oh, yeah. There's an Amish <laughs> town by Oberlin. Or maybe it's in Oberlin or something. But it's just a little west of uh, Cleveland. Uh, so uh, Grant Hart called me the other night. He's going to come. I guess he's going to record a few days in Montreal and then go to this uh, festival and read poems too. And he was talking about maybe getting a jam going. So oh, cool. Maybe I'll play some bass. Cool. I'm not going to bring a bass. I'm going to use Coffee uh, Brown's bass, Sisters. So that'll aid in the travel. There's no direct flights, you know. So you got to go like to Atlanta first. Oh wow! So like twelve Some hours bouncing around. Huh? <laughs> yeah, kind of laying that way. But anyway, uh, I saw Thurston. Part of the U.S. roll towards the tail end after the Stooges gig in Las Vegas, uh, October twenty-seven was uh, seeing Thurston in San Francisco on the 29th with his solo project. Um, plays acoustic guitar. It was really good. He's got Chris from Come and uh, Matt from uh, No Neck Blues Band, bass, and uh, Steve Shelley on drums, of course. Uh-huh. So him, there's still the sonic sound, uh-huh. you know, but it was uh, a little more restrained, maybe? I don't know. The acoustic guitars gave it a trippy aesthetic, and uh, but it was really good. And um, there was a violin, too. Oh, cool. So, so Marta. I think her name was. And uh, she's the one who conked out when me and Steve Shelley was doing the show, Radio uh, Watt from Pedro oh. show in Austin. <laughs> Gets boring the shit out of it. <laughs> so, <coughs> personal stories. No reindeer game. Join in no reindeer game. So, Swain, you You me. Um. Thurston asked me because he is he, he had to go and play uh, Echoplex and Echo Park mm. the next day, and that de- night I stayed in San Francisco and saw Rocky Erickson. Oh, cool! Who was great, different than the Lollapalooza gig in July. He had a different backup band, uh, younger people, and they played the songs faster. But he was still great, man. I was uh I went downstairs to say tell him thanks, man, and he comes upstairs and uh those young guys in the band uh, introduced me to him and he goes, Oh yeah, I know Mike. We just had a big conversation. <laughs> I just said, Thank you, much respect. <laughs> just like the first time I saw uh, in July when I went back to say to uh-huh. much respect, he uh he goes, Hey, it's great to see you again. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I think I, I never met him before. <laughs> That's the way that went. <laughs> but he was great, man. Uh, I was singing along to all the songs. And we did a Watt from Pedro show there with Lisa Rowland. Oh, cool. How's so she so doing? She, yeah, talking about Pedro <laughs> and the old days and then her newer days in San Francisco and Richard fucking Bonnie, uh-huh. you know. The brother she never had, <laughs> which is great. But Richard wasn't there for the spiel. It was just Lee's. And uh, anyway, at that gig with Thurston, uh, after Echoplex, he's going to play for Celia. 
which is like 40 miles south of Fresno. So he's going back north again to play some pizza pad. You know, it used to be Shakey's or Straw Hat or some shit. And uh, he asked me, he says, hey, will you uh, do uh, do 10-minute version of uh, Young Man Blues? You know, that Mose Allison song? Uh-huh. And before I go on, just on bass, because I had my bass with me because of the Stooges game. And I said, okay. And so, for some reason, I fucked up Vesalia with Valencia. So, on the way to, you know, Magic Mountain, CalArts, and it turned around and went back up. And on the way, there was a pumpkin patch. Because I thought for sure it was going to be the first Halloween in many, many years. I, I'm not playing, you know. I just couldn't fit it in. I was originally going to see Rocky on Halloween, but he put on another show the day before. So, hey, I'm going to get to play Halloween, you know. And so I, there's a pumpkin patch, and find only pumpkin big enough to fit my head. And I still had to scrape a lot from the inside. <laughs> and it was a drippy one, you know, because this is not from a store. This is a patch. So this guy's got half green. Wow. And a lot of lumpy. Kazan? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Deformed ones? Vol- volcano. Uh, uh, acne, like, uh, you know. <laughs> Blemished. (laughs) (laughs) It was good though. It was real organic. I thought, you know, instead of the smooth, it could be almost plastic, right? Uh This one you could tell was not plastic. And I carved it, cut the bottom out. It had, like I said, to do a big scrape job Uh um, to get my head in. And I got in there. It fit pretty good. And uh, of course, with the flannel, the total Ichabod crane. I think last year it was in Pedro with uh, Money, Money Mark, Mark and John Wicks, uh-huh. Palos Pumpkin Heads, uh-huh. sitting down. So I didn't sit down. I stood up. And, uh, of course, I couldn't see the neck. Big old heavy dog. All. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, the year before, I think, was uh, with Banyan and two sets with a big-ass heavy pumpkin <laughs> that totally hurt my head. In fact, the stem part was pounding on me. <laughs> That was two sets. That was in uh, Zion, Utah. But anyway, uh, I couldn't see, like usual, can't mm. see the neck when I'm playing, you know. I'm not sitting down. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd do the first couple verses and then go into the middle part and stretch it out just playing bass, you know. <laughs> and I thought for sure the kids were going to, you know, I don't know what... I didn't know what to think, really, you know. I thought for sure I didn't know what to think. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they got into it. Cool. They got into it, and uh, I guess it went okay. You know, I couldn't find the mic. You know, the, the <laughs> it, was, it was tough. I also was in New York City. I was on a CMJ panel for The Clash. And I only knew the first Clash. I told the guys, I only know the first album. So I d- ended up just doing one spiel about me and D Boone going, you know, hearing them for the first time. And, man, that was embarrassing. But uh, Dave Marsh was the moderator, and he has a radio show on Sirius. So oh, the next cool. day he had me on. Oh, awesome. Square John fucking thing. Uh-huh. All the security and this. And then it wrapped with him for an hour. And a really nice cat. Uh, so. Even though I was rolling around and just seeing, but there's still music involved. And getting to play Halloween, uh, 
and not miss uh, break my strength. Because uh-huh. it is my favorite holiday. I mean, it's one day all year we admit we wear costumes. <laughs> but I'd like to play something now from uh, a Thurston solo record here. Uh, yeah, I think he played this on. He told me he was going to play this on Jimmy Kimmel, and he asked me to come, but I conked. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got back, you know, all that roll. Look, brother Matt, I got calluses on my palms from the steering wheel. Wow, seven seventy five hundred and six miles. Damn. So here, let's listen. Thurston, what from Peter's room?
Francisco Day San Francisco Night Когда я в клешаках Да-да, все урлает Не хочу работать Хочу бухать San Francisco Day San Francisco Night
parting of the trees on the crest of a hill for the march of the telephone wire. Pedro show forgetting to turn down the sound there um, Joe Lally with uh, the space program something off his new record he was playing a lot of that with uh, the gigs uh, me and Kara with our dose did with him and he was really good uh, before that we had uh, Scorpinox which is uh, Masa Kobayashi's uh, solo band. He's uh, a cat who plays bass with the great band called Culture Shock. He's got a bunch of Slav people from the Balkans and himself from Japan. They all live in Seattle, which is the way things are done now. And that song was Hobgoblin. And we had San Francisco before that, the song called San Francisco. And the band was Screaming Strings. And they're a Moscow band, and they're the band that opened for Stooges when they played there back in September at a club called B1. I think it was on September 11th. And first time I got to be in Moscow, and first time I uh, got to play there, too. And Should I met the bass player. His name was Tepex. And he played a trippy bass. He only had two strings. It's kind of a newer Jack Cassidy. It's called Epiphone Makes, and it's kind of a a version of the Les Paul signature I got one from the early 70s and he's playing one of these with only a D and an A string so you know why <laughs> you know, Jamie Conner why, why, why have that, all that extra stuff I mean I think the same thing when I see a five string bass you know what's this for <laughs> he's, he's got a more, <clears throat> healthier mind and got it down to two <laughs> and uh, they were a trippy band <laughs> they were a trippy band He's a real nice cat, and one of the I was telling Brother Matt here. One of the 
he wanted his English wasn't so good, so he had one of his buddies bring his son. He was 18 or 19, he was talking to me, and he knew really good English from school. And finally he asked who I was, you know. And I told him, well, he knew I was playing bass for the Stooges, but what was my name? And when I told him my name, wow, I got to go home and come back. Yeah, and he comes back with Minutemen records. (laughs) What makes a man start firing? And it has me sign. And it was because this stuff was made before he was born. And, you know, I. I didn't know what to expect about Moscow, you know. I knew a lot of stuff that I'd been programmed with as a young man. It probably either changed or just was different or whatever. Because so, the first-hand impression is always kind of interesting. They call <laughs> you comrade? Comrade. Uh, I don't think anyone calls me comrade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's in style nowadays over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was only there two and a half days, so I don't know everything about that there is to know about Moscow. But there were some cats there, um, a guy named Phil, who's been living there 13 years uh, from Boston. And so he talked to me about a lot of stuff. He said the winters were hard, like minus 30. And, Damn. You know. But he said in a lot of ways, uh, well, he liked it. That's why he's living there. But the winters are tough. Wow. So dip some vodka. They probably are tough in Fargo, though. <laughs> <laughs> Duluth. Uh, uh, the first song was, uh, I don't know how you pronounce this, F-R-I slash E-N-D. In Russian? No, this is Thurston's song. Oh. The Russian one, I figured it out. I mean, it was in Cyrillic, a lot of it, but that, that looks like San Francisco, doesn't it? It looks like Greek to me. No, don't. <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of San Francisco-ish. Yeah, yeah. And I remember him doing it at the gig, too, and he introduced it. Like with the uh, Nazi salute or something. <laughs> or maybe that's when he yelled Stooges. I don't know. He, he's quite a character, this Tepix guy. He asked me uh, before the gig, hey, when the gig's done and stuff, you want to come with me? And uh, I was like, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, there's these bathhouses. <laughs> <laughs> Banya, I think they're called Banya, and it's an old Russian tradition. And you want to go to the bath? I mean, I haven't been asked by a lot of dudes to go to the bathhouse before, <laughs> but I guess there was. There's. It's kind of different. Cultural. Deal. I think it's different. <laughs> He's sweet though, but we were leaving the next day for Paris. I had to skip on the bathhouse invite. I think he figured it out though because. It, he starts uh, saying, no, no, there'll be girl. <laughs> or something. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. I, you know, like I said, I didn't have a deep uh, time to learn things, so I don't want to give people superficial ideas. I mean, Cat was really sweet. I could, I could tell that they're um, very open-hearted and they're very curious about people coming to see them. And, uh, them being closed for so long and, and then probably to other people you know what what are we to you mm. what are you to us you know and just all that human stuff that's yeah right. a little human contact I'm way into it <laughs> like you uh, you with the Venezuela folks yeah yeah I, I've yet to meet uh, I've met a couple overseas and in the US have been traveling but I've never been to Venezuela yet and mm. I can't wait you were asking me about next Stooges gig. It's uh, Mexico City, cool. December 1st, and Miami Beach on the 5th. And I have yet to be 
Mexico City, and it's got to be the biggest foreign city. Yeah, that's that's closest. No, the closest biggest foreign city to the United States, mm-hmm. and I've never been there. That'll be wild. Yeah, been to Tokyo. Ain't been to Mexico City. To Tokyo four times. So you got some bathhouses over there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you have to get the invite. Though. Uh, the, I have a tour there in February. Oh, Two cool. weeks. Uh, not just Tokyo, 14 job towns in 14 days. Wow. Which is pretty incredible because usually it's the three big towns. Uh-huh. But the three times I've been over there, been kind of big rock, and this is going to be a, a way for me to learn. Uh, Get a little local uh, deal? Yeah. Cool. Underground, uh, uh-huh. little rock. It's with a band called Light. I don't think I gave you one of these yet. And the label that put that out, it's actually an Irish guy who's got a Japanese partner who lives in England, I think. And uh, this band lights from Tokyo, and they kind of do a math rock thing, you know, instrumental. Uh, I've played them on the show before. But uh, they've been touring around, and so me and this guy named Kramer from Shimmy Disc Days... Uh-huh does a lot of produ- producing over there and he's been asking me for a year to um, come over and play since he's over there anyway wouldn't have to fly over uh. just do an improv thing where he'd play fuzz bass and I'd play oh, bass cool. and find a Japanese drummer well there's this improv drummer over there named Sam Bennett we're going to do the first 11 gigs with him and then the last three with uh, these people I recorded with in July the, uh, Migu people oh, yeah, yeah. the drummer was uh-huh. going to do the Yuko's going to do the last three. Oh, cool so uh Improvised things are always scary, you know, but uh, fuck it. It's a way to check it out. Tom told me uh, Ray Crayola gets to play a lot of gigs there, so, uh-huh. you know, so he's been on that tip too. So, what I want to do is down the road get the, the Missing Men over there. My oh, cool. Packs. And um, I hope you hook you up with this guy who's like uh, does the Rolling Japanese Rolling Stone magazine type thing over there. He's a, he's a watch man. <laughs> All right. Um, so I know you wanted to, to interview before, so... Yeah, yeah, you should let him know I'm coming to town. Cool. Uh, and then after that, I think Stooge World returns. Mm-hmm. But uh, <clears throat> I got other things going on, too, that I could talk about. Uh, I want to play some Steve McKay since... You know, what he did was... Uh... uh Went on tour right after the Stooge things with some cats from New Jersey called the Blue Prostitute. <laughs> and uh, this is a song called uh, Song for Baghdad, Steve McKay, a lot from Pedro Show.
That was Steve McKay with Song for Baghdad. Uh, how are we doing for time? We're, we're on it right there. Oh, we're right about there? Yeah. Because uh, there's monitors in the way and I can't see. Oh. Here in uh, Pewterland, we got some uh, stuff going on. We got some juggling going on. I actually had to bring my little aluminum purse to do the gig, but we're getting the old warhorse back in the action for Brother Matt. Uh, but we're at the end of the first hour of uh, November 12, 2007, Waffle Beetle Show. Hang tight for hour two. Okay. November 12, 2007. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
You just heard their uh, languishing in the jazz section, an improvised thing with uh, Thurston Moore, uh, Wally Shoup, Paul Flaherty, and Chris Corsano, done about five years ago in uh, Western Massachusetts there. Um, Jim O'Rourke is listed as the sound director. Uh, we started out with Criminal Cop from Chinas Comitas. Uh, I was over at Thurston's a couple weeks ago on my trip, and uh, I saw the CD sitting on his table, Chinas Comitas, because I saw them in, uh, play Hong Kong Cafe in the late 70s. So it was a trip to... Uh, See that he said, "Hey, why don't you take that?" So, <laughs> I, I did have a seven-inch, maybe four songs by them, and uh, I think the keyboard player uh, Mark has a studio called Catatonic now, Silver Lake or Echo Park or something. I'm not sure, but uh, interesting band, and that was the trip that he would have. But you know what? He's got all kinds of music. He's hip to so much. It's pretty insane. Chinese food. Yeah, right. I'd never thought of that all these years. I hadn't thought of them in a long time until I saw that sitting there. Anyway, we've been a long time uh, missing this, but fortunate once again to have back on Watt for Peter show Brother Matt Spin Cycle. So will you take it away, Brother Matt? Thank you. The Bushman Trance or Curing Dance begins as the sun goes down.
Brother Matt. Thank you. Righteous, uh, trippy spin cycle this time. A little Bollywood. <laughs> A little springy, sprungy, uh, beat conscious explore zone. Vacation. Yeah. Now, when you were there in Venezuela, was there dudes spinning? met some dude who DJs and does underground clubs and stuff there um, and he says that they got a pretty cool scene going and um, it seemed like they got some cool discos on the beach so uh, I was surprised because the drug laws are real heavy there but they still got their little scene going oh with the drugas? yeah <laughs> yeah the underground parties are, are raging wow they're underground on the beach well I think the, the the more underground ones are probably not on the beach, but they they had some cool 
some of the restaurants had like cool parties happening right on the beach. Did you meet any DJs? Uh, one dude. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? His name was uh, I don't know. Bulga. Mosca. Piojo. But uh, what was he using for source? Was he using some uh, different kinds of records, like Venezuelan uh, records? Well, well, yeah, they had like a like a Latin, uh, different Venezuelan house music, electronica type stuff. And then would you uh, call it different than England uh, or here? It, it, uh, it was basically just some slamming Latin stuff. The, the, the vocals and stuff they would have would be like some rapping a lot of Latin rapping Spanish yeah, yeah. Um, but it was pretty cool yeah did you get to see any bands no 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 live action no none nobody playing on the island no it was a uh, like uh, most of the spots that you go to are like a mall so most of most of the, the cool spots were just like restaurants at the beach no rock uh, clubs no, there was like Hard Rock Cafe, yeah. Margarita Island, but uh, I've never been to one. I, I've kept my streak alive. I've still never been to a Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and you ain't been to a, a Venezuelan music pad yet? No, no. I, I, I spent a night in Caracas. Now they got to have some clubs there. Yeah. They had to be, but it was so so sketchy around where I was. I didn't really yeah. venture out too much. It was so dirty. It was nasty. It was like little remnants of every meal at the restaurant that had been there for like the previous year, probably. They just wiped the plates off, but the tablecloth was still the same. The bed, man, had so many different hairs on it. Yeah, hair shirt. in there and just like slept with my beach towel on top. <laughs> um, yeah, it was nice. It was nuts. Uh, so I didn't I'm wondering about them. bands there, Venezuelan yeah, bands. Like they got some kind of scene. They got a good movie, uh, movie thing starting up. Hugo's trying to pump the culture. Yeah. Um, and so I figured they got to have some cool stuff going on. Uh, I went to Bogota too. Um, I didn't really get to hang out there too long, but Colombia seemed like it'd be a neat place to get to hang out a little bit longer. Maybe next time. Yeah. Tough finding different routes there because since we're not friendly with Venezuela, it's not like an easy direct access type thing. Right, right. Oh man, very interesting. I got to get there. You know, my dream is one day to play all those places in a boat, yeah, Pan America awesome. Highway. Bitching. One day, one way. Okay, we're at the end of the second hour of the November 12, 2007 Watt from Pedro show. Hold tight, hold tight for hour three. November 12, 2007, it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show, and here's part 11 of Jack Flanders and Tropical Hot Dog Night. Do you know where we are going? No, nothing is like it was. Neither are you. Neither am I. If we aren't, who are we? Maybe the question is, are we who we aren't? But if we aren't who we are, and we are who we aren't, that means we are what? We are black and white. Colorless? If this isn't you, and that isn't me, then we can be anything, right? Right now, I just want to get my hands on Jack. There's a tavern. Maybe he's in there? If he's in there with that devil woman, I'm gonna... wolf woman? Well, if he's got his puzzle over, I swear to God I'm gonna... I'll go in there. 
looking for a guy. Yeah, he's tall, 6'2", blonde hair, wearing a black fedora and a double-breasted trench coat. He was here. Alone? No, with the wolf. Amanda wolf? They leave, yeah. Together? Yeah, yeah. Do you know where they went? Maybe she take him to the wolf's den, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where can I find her place? Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. Now, when you say you know how to know, and that means you don't know, but that's really how you know? You got it. So what you call instinct, and I call intuition, means you keep your mind out of it. That's right. Hmm. And when you think you know, you really don't. You never know. But your gut tells you? My gut tells me. So what's your gut tell you about this father? You got a gut? You tell me. Man, if my gut knew, I wouldn't ask. You know what you knew? Know what I knew? No, not all that I knew. You knew what you know. If I knew what I know, I would have known it. Not if it's a new no. What's a new no? A new no is what you didn't know because it's new and now you know. Uh, I knew that. same pub again. Jack? What are you doing out here? Where is she? Who? That wolf woman. Amanda? Amanda! I knew it. You were with her. I was looking for you. You think you're going to play me for the fool? Claudine, what happened? I'm not as dumb as you think. Okay, okay. Come on, simmer down. I'll bet you fell for her like a ton of bricks. All right, go ahead. Just squawk your head off. Listen to me, you sack of wind. I ah, just... shut your trap or I'll shut it for you. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead and try it. Listen, girlie. Where were you all night? At the wolf's joint? Ah, quit acting like a hothead. What did she do? Take you to the cleaners? Are you out of your mind? I'll bet you think she's one swell dish. Ah, lay off. Oh, you're not going to pull the wool over my eyes? Look, sweetheart, you're going to be nice to me or do I have to get rough? Oh, you dirty, stinking rat. Oh, if I didn't want you so bad, I'd slap your ears off. Come here, you crazy fathead. Oh, oh, baby, I missed you. Oh, shut up. Shut up and kiss me, you big ape. Oh. Oh. Mm. Mm. Get down. For fun. And that's how you get your kicks? Yeah, yeah, you try it. Ooh, ooh, this is a classic. I like retro. Yeah, but tell me, can this Tommy gun hit anything? Not unless you use it like a spray can. Ooh, the old back and forth. And up and down. (laughs) (laughs) You do the next one, I'll drive. So what's a classy number like you doing in a gin joint like this? I was looking for my friends. I think you're one swell dish. You do? Ever since I laid eyes on you. I'm not too thin? Nah, who said that? Jack, he says it all the time. Did that bum ever smack you around? He doesn't have the guts. If he did, I'd feed him a knuckle sandwich. What if he's still hungry? I'd fill his belly full of lead. You'd bump him off? Sure. For me? For you, baby. You're a stand-up kind of guy. If you saw me doing the triggering, would you put the finger on me? Me? (laughs) I'm no stool pigeon. Say the word and it's curtains for Jack. You got a gat? What do you think? I'm going to point my finger and go pow, pow, pow? (laughs) Oh, then... Oh, Claudine wouldn't like it. Oh, that's too bad. Hmm. 
Still, I wouldn't mind seeing you bump him full of lead, make Swiss cheese out of him. I'll make it quick and easy. Mm, let me think about it. I'll better not. How do dames fall for toeheads like that? Oh, he's a sap. Let's blow this joint. Mm, I'm with you, Danny. Thank you. 
a lot from Pedro show. Um, that was well. We start off the third hour with uh, part eleven of Jack Flanders and Tropical Hot Dog Night, winding up. Uh, one more part to go for Jack there in his journey. I got something in the hoot page from a guy uh, involved with uh, ZBS people who put out oh, the yeah. stuff and. Yeah, Meatball Fulton, the guy who started the thing, has some interviews from the 60s and stuff, and the guy turned me on to some Meatball Fulton podcasts, and one of them was an interview with Jerry Garcia way back then, so I got to bring, you probably dig that, Brother Matt. And then we heard um, Louis Fang. Louis, L-U-I Fang, okay, so, so Louis Lou I? Lou? With Yi, well, no disrespect, but maybe it's Louis Fang. With Yi Dance, and she plays uh, Pipa, which is a. Uh, well, that's what we use to take on the Mota, but that, this kind of Pipa is a. Uh, I think it's P I P A. It's F P I P E. And uh, it's uh, like a lute uh, guitar kind of device from China traditional music then we heard a band called Count Zero I think they're from Tokyo with uh, Sound Confused and then we heard Splurge from Now which is a band from England Uh, um, well let's play some more music fuck it More things to do, more limits to push. 
Uh, that was Kids Are All Small. No, Kids Are So Small by Deer Hoof. And before that, we had Bikini Kill with Double Daria and started with uh, Kuroshi Lovers, a band from Finland with I Love My Kuroshi. And I was told that meant working yourself to death, but come to understand it just means murder, but maybe it's an issue with slang. I was trying to explain that. Slang can be a tough thing because uh, the context, you might be using words that other people use for completely different <laughs> things. Uh, sometimes it's an accident, probably most of the time it's on purpose. Uh, because of me being from, uh, yeah, not a 90s kid or an 80s kid, I, I use the word bad a lot to mean good so if you were just listening to me <laughs> you wouldn't know what I was saying when I was talking about the, I, the shit. right or the shit right Scotty says sometimes good bad not evil bad <laughs> to me I don't even think about it twice well boss gives you a hint like whoa the top or something but bad doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's, it's doing the opposite. It's almost like fucking with the word on purpose to try to make it your own. And, uh, you know, I guess it's something to have a fucking cardiac over, but <laughs> I say let it go, you know. It, it's, it's just interesting. And People trying to express themselves. Right, right. And if it's not all the same, maybe that's healthy in a way. And, there's a big issue now here with uh, our culture being uh, infiltrated and taken apart and culture wars and all these clowns talking this crap. It, uh, all this stuff they're talking about preserving. I guess every land has it. These people want to put up the barricades and don't want anything seeping in or seeping out. Stare out. Because <laughs> if you think, if you go back far enough, they all were mingled up, and that's how it led to here. You know, sterile crap. Yeah. Mingling. Been mingling for a long time. Yeah, in fact, like those Cayugas, you mean we saw the Nanny's Zoo the other day. And, uh, well, the Cayuga ducks, them emerald green. Some guy bred them things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they got some mallard in them. It was beautiful. But they're not, it wasn't nature. Yeah, somehow. Then there was some geese mixed with ducks, too, somehow. And then there was a fake turkey chicken. Yeah, because it has its... God, where's it from? Hungary or something. It has no skin on its neck. Oh. But it's a chicken. Because turkeys and chickens, the species are too far. They can't breed. But uh, it was... Looking at the nature, she raised another squirrel from... Wow. It was a risu. Hey. From like... Wow. Yeah, it's incredible. Nanny with the animals. <laughs> totally. She's got names for them all. It's pretty amazing. Uh, she said some turtles there. 
from uh, the Balkans that, because of the war, the environment got wiped out. These little box guys. And she also has some uh, lizards from Iraq. Same thing, because of their ecosystem. You know, they don't adjust well to war. <laughs> and But she saved some. No, there are all kinds, yeah. Imagine. She said a lot of breeds of dogs got hit hard when the war in the Balkans and stuff. But these little turtles. So she had some. And these lizards from Iraq. Trippy tails like a, 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 a kind of file. Wow. Yeah, barbed up. Trippy little guys. And then some Sahara monitors. Trippy Pat, you know, behind Cooper there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ophelia, 500 pound. And the, the hair is on her. She said in the old days they made toothbrushes out of these birth of these hairs. I mean, these are some hairs you wouldn't believe. Like wires. She, yeah, totally. She's really happy pig, though. Yeah, <laughs> Big smile on her face. I know, Roddy says he won't, he made friends with a pig and after that could never eat bacon and stuff again. That's too bad. Because, you know, identify yeah, it. And this pig is beautiful. And uh, pony peaches and just all of the, yeah, the whole little. Awesome space is awesome. It is, and for city kids get to, yeah. yeah. That Dr. Jane Goodall came to help out with saving yeah, that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I'd be ashamed to lose that. Yeah, most kids in the city, they just see pigeons and rats. Right, right. Maybe some fighting dogs. Yeah, <laughs> Got those. Yeah, yeah cockroaches. Neckos. Um, hell, if you started school, you right? Yeah, yeah, we're up in a new space up there by the practice pad. Right, up by my practice pad, yeah. up by the Angels yeah, Gate. like a little military ghost town. Now, you know... There was an oil spill, wasn't there? Yeah, up in San Francisco. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, bunches yeah, they of... They fucked up. Bunches of oil birds and stuff. Oh. They said even the oil birds, they say they end up dying. Yeah. Because we got a hospital up by where your, your school is now. And, and for the, the sea lions and the seals. And yeah. Taking blows. Saw the Pier 39. Uh, ur, ur, ur. <laughs> it was amazing. He's talked about it too. Uh, they wanted that gone, but thousands of years they've been coming there, you know. And uh, ended up people wanted to see them anyway. So it worked out for their little mall, whatever uh, Disney World thing there. Yeah, not too many sharks gobbling them anymore, so they just keep multiplying. Yeah, a lot of those are guys all frustrated pushing each other off little platforms. <laughs> like uh, humans. <laughs> Speaking of which, what do you think about this election? Uh, <laughs> Hand puppet. <laughs> Get fake, put on the mask that people want to see. They don't like these qualities, so fake it. Yeah. Yeah. 
What about Pat Robertson getting behind Giuliani? And Robertson uh, said we kind of deserved that tack on his town for letting the gay people. (laughs) But then the mayor spent time with uh, some gay people between marriages, was living with Giuliani. And just, yeah, the. I don't know. I don't know why you expect any kind of consistency with these. Yeah, they all sell out. <laughs> yeah. It should be alliances. Uh, yeah, bed, bed fellows. Yeah. Bed fellows. It's a private party. <laughs> the world's their private party. And yeah, what about Pakistan? Yeah, it seems like it's kind of a messy scene. Right. A lot of bones go there to that Bogart. Yeah. From here. Yeah. Kind of set up. What Pakistani bands are like? You know? Might be interesting. You were playing some of that Bollywood. I mean, that's the Muslim part yeah, of old India. There. Right. So I wonder. Yeah, it seems like they got a lot of stuff to say. Yeah. <laughs> interesting stuff. <laughs> Recipe is set. Here's some more tunage.
called I am the strange hero of hunger. My girlfriend lives on the other side of the world and has started reading Crime and Punishment by Fyodor Dostoevsky. Do you recognise the main character? I ask her excitedly. Doesn't he remind you of me? I've only just begun, she answers. What's his name? Roger. But all the characters have about three different names. I always get confused and can't tell who's who because I'm dyslexic and don't make the sounds for the names. But Roger's for short and his sister's called Dunya. Isn't Dunya a beautiful name? If little Huddy had been born a girl, we'd have named her Dunya. When I talk of the beauty of girls' names or the strange bravery of artists or see the light change over sea and sky and every second impossible showers of gold turn into terrible hues of purple and black and my heart rate quickens because I am amongst my own people. I am the hero of all of my favourite novels. I live in them and they live in me. I am Arturo Bandini on Angel's Flight, swearing at a beautiful dark-haired girl in tattered shoes. I am Roger, guilty of a terrible and senseless murder on the streets of St. Petersburg. I am the strange hero of hunger, starving to spite myself in Christiana. I am Johan Nagel, tormentor of the midget and suicide. I am Ishmael, knocker off of tall hats. I am every novelist and every character ever dreamed. I am every one of my favourite artists and I'm a, I feel myself not one jot less but equal to all of them. Turner, Monk, Holbein and Hockersai. Naturally I have no heroes, I am my heroes. I am my brothers and sisters. I feel myself joined by the soul with all beauty. My heart sings with every brave endeavour, with the strange wings of impossible butterflies, with every rock that breathes life into the world. I stand shoulder to shoulder with all denouncers of meanness. I honour spirit and faith and I uphold the glorious amateur. I am in love with desperate men with desperate hands, walking in second-hand shoes, searching for God and hearing God and hating God. I am a desperate man buckled with fear. I am a desperate man who demands to be listened to, who demands to connect. I'm a desperate man who denounces the dullness of money and status. I'm a desperate man who will not bow down to accolade or success. I'm a desperate man who...
simplicity of painting and hates galleries and white walls and the dealers in art, who loves unreasonableness and hot-headedness, who loves contradiction, hates publishing houses, and also I am Vincent van Gogh, Hiroshig, and every living, breathing artist who dares to draw God on this planet.
the papers that Chinaman gave you? Is that a surprise? Yes, Boogie. In the past, this information has been suppressed, but now it can be told. Every man, woman, and mutant on this planet shall know the truth about de-evolution. Oh, Dad, we're all evil. Started off uh, with Starship Narrator by Boris, Circle Song by Bat for Lashes, Katrina by Black Lips, a poem from Billy Childish called I Am the Strange Hero of Hunger. I was telling Brother Matt about Mr. Billy Childish, his cat. Yeah, to say the least. And then uh, We're All a Stress. By Illuminoids. I guess that's. I can speak for myself and say I'm a stress. We want to put everybody in that bag. Um, Brother Matt, it's been a pleasure to have be back with you a lot from Pedro's show. And I'm going to be home. I mean, I got these things coming up, little out of town things, but I'm pretty much in town for our. uh, what do you call it? Chow holidays. <laughs> They're big ones, right? Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas. Big shovels. Cool. So, <laughs> have, you, have you been in the drink? Uh, I've paddled a few times since I've been back now. Yeah. Just in the week I've been back, I've paddled three times. <laughs> yeah, but have you been in the drink? Yeah. Doing the floats? No, you were doing that last September, year. Yeah. Summer, the, the you did some in the summer too? Yeah, summer I was there. Okay. That's coming up. <laughs> you should go down and do that. Yeah, some guy we played in Pedro at Harold Saturday. You yeah, were there. Yeah, yeah, it was packed. I did not that's how packed it was. I didn't even know you were there. I blew some clams, but it was all right. Watson was going off though. Oh man, he was going wild. Thomas, great. Thomas was uh, doing the do there. It was um, and all Pedro bands. That was that was a neat thing. Yeah, that place was packed. They're spilling out into uh, Pacific there. <laughs> Which probably El Hombre was way into. In fact, he was out there when we were bailing. Yeah, yeah I don't know what about. But uh, it's neat to see Pedro. Having a little thing yeah. like that, yeah, very cool. little scene. In fact, uh, yeah, it was righteous. And man, it was down for a while, Harold. So that's cool. It coming yeah, back. Back in action. So that was a Vinny Vegas production. That's right, Vinny Vegas. Yeah. You know what? He's supposed to have a band that was supposed to play there. So maybe next time. Uh-huh. Yeah. No show. A Vinny Vegas band. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Right. Anyway, next week we do another show. Sure. Okay, brother Matt. Much respect. Um, November 12, 2007, Watt from Pedro show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>